0: Let's remember to have fun, damn it. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Quick, he plop, please don't aggregate this. Lillard, long range three.
1: A, their defense is atrocious. Atrocious. I'm sort of the rock star. Right on the cowboy. People. People. Tissot is the official
0: watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love you know, play the plan there. It becomes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? Ah! All right, welcome back to Swish FM, Chris Wenzelkin and Ben Kra.
1: Ben, the NBA is back. Oh, boy, is it, is it ever. It's more back than I feel like it's been in the past. It's It feels like extremely back.
0: It's extremely back. We, we have new teams emerging here, new stars on the rise, mm. Ben, prospects breaking out. So um, many new, new
1: storylines and narratives. New storylines, narratives. Drama. There's
0: upheaval upheaval, and newfound uh, competition in your many beloved NBA divisions, mm, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is so much to discuss, um, but before we get too far into the weeds here, Ben, uh, with basketball, this week, uh, of course, you voiced your opposition, your staunch opposition to the Senate proposal to tax the richest of the rich, a plan that would extract billions of dollars from the top 1% to help pay for a social spending and climate change initiative. Mm -hmm. Um, In short, Ben, it's a proposal that would impose a tax on the increased value of stocks and bonds belonging to billionaires like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and our corporate uh, overlords at the OTL.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Ben,
0: as the majority shareholder of OTL stock, you have... Repeatedly faced criticism for what um, some have deemed manipulating the market, counterfeiting stock. You have controversially Yeah, longer hours and less pay for Swish FM interns. Yeah, we do need to work harder. If we don't tax the people behind enterprises like Amazon and Google and OTL Inc., how do you suggest we build back better? Please do not mention the name Zach Levine. We got to be quick here, Ben. Uh, we're on a tight schedule, so 30 seconds. Whenever you're ready. Again, if if we don't tax the rich, how are we going to build back better, Ben? You're on the clock.
1: I mean, I don't see what there really needs building back. I think we are better. I think we are already right. there. I don't. I think everything is pretty much. Um, it working Great. exactly as it should be uh yeah. in in this country um so i don't see you know there's there's an old phrase chris if it ain't broke
0: don't don't fix, fix it. it
1: um i believe that is a uh an a um an old uh farming uh i, I think it has to do with horses uh, perhaps <laughs> uh and and neutering and spaying horses um so I feel like that is a very relevant uh, metaphor for America, and um, yeah, I mean, listen, the Democrats are—they're um, out of control, um, and <laughs> they have to be reined in. Yeah, and I'm—I'm I'm just happy that we were able to dodge a bullet there, um, and that we yeah. can t- continue business as usual because, um, <laughs> as we know, Chris, business at OTL and in the rest of the country is booming.
0: It is, uh, yeah, things are prospering. Um, so much. Reminder yeah yeah reminder here ben switch fm is a uh completely ad-free independent we don't need those ads
1: folks we just don't wealthy
0: wealthy podcast uh and the uh best uh easiest way you can help us out is by leaving a five-star review in apple spotify wherever you get podcasts yeah and the best way you can
1: help us out is by lobbying your uh you know um congressperson representatives senators um, to keep those taxes low, keep those regulations right. low, um, because that's how we are able to operate independently uh, and extremely, yes. extremely profitably. Um, yes,
0: without any sort of regulation allows us to drive up uh, our prices on uh, merch items mm-hmm. over at swishfm.com. Mm-hmm. We let the market so decide,
1: go- folks. If yes, you, you know, go ahead. If you want some cheaper Swish FM t-shirts, maybe tell your friends to stop buying so many of them. <laughs> That's your problem, not ours. So grab a T-shirt, grab a pet
0: bandana, get a tote bag, a hoodie, while you can, while the mark, while the market allows it. Um, all those proceeds go directly back into our podcast, which which is a slush fund.
1: I thought you were going to say pockets. <laughs> you, you, caught, you caught yourself there, Chris. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Podcast. They go yeah. into the podcast. Yes. Everything goes into the podcast. That's, that's it's, oh, it's purely put back into the product to make it better for you, the consumer. Yes, uh, There is no personal enrichment whatsoever. None.
0: On that note, Ben, let's dive into it. There's a lot to unpack. It was a busy week in the NBA. The season has kicked off, so I thought we'd do a little uh, around around the horn, around the world here, Ben, Love it. with some of the best stories of the last week or so, some of the stuff that's caught our eye. I thought we'd begin here, Ben, with... Robert Sarver, owner of the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver. Ben, a week ago, Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver was issued uh, issued a preemptive denial on any of the, quote, racism, sexism, and sexual harassment alleged against him or his organization in an upcoming ESPN story. Ben, friend of the pod, Jordan Schultz, son of Howard, lover of lattes, Mm -hmm. co-host of the pull-up pod with CJ McCollum.
1: Former Uh, colleague of mine at the Huffington Post.
0: That's right. (laughs) Uh, Jordan tweeted last week about an upcoming salacious ESPN report about Robert Sarver saying, quote, The NBA is preparing a massive story accusing Sun's owner Robert Sarver of racism, sexism, and sexual harassment in a series of incidents. Mm. Sources say with enough evidence to support such claims, there's a real chance, Ben, the league would forcibly remove Sarver, end quote. Uh, obviously, the situation calls to mind uh, the flaming pile of shit we had with Donald Sterling. Ben, what were your first thoughts and reactions when you heard about the situation with Sarver? Do you think the league could intervene and take the team away from him?
1: Well, you know, shock, um, dis- shock dis- and awe. disbelief. Um, yeah. th- that doesn't sound like my friend Robert, Robert that I know. Um <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, so the way the story hasn't actually dropped yet, right?
0: No, no. That's the best part of this is whole thing. There is there any
1: time frame for that? Do we have any ideas? No. Just they just no. they just dangled it out there, and then they're like, oh, "Yeah, we'll see." What uh, what do you think? You know, that's yes. that's a fun. That, that is a that's that quite the quite the tease. Um, well, yeah. um, yeah. i needless to say, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat every single day. Um, I mean, wondering what's going to happen.
0: It begs the question: Why we're hearing about the report, right? Like, yeah, like, um, what was the,
1: what was, what, who, who gained by leaking that right. without, be, like, pre, like beforehand? It doesn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I need a little bit more insight or info um, to piece from the, Jordan, the, from Jordan, from Whammy, whoever might have it. Um, yeah, to, uh, to to piece this puzzle together. Um, but yeah, obviously dismayed and concerned. Um, I think Robert's going to get out of this fine. Um, sons and four. Sons and four (laughs) four. is uh, really all I have to say about the situation.
0: Yes. I mean, so someone clearly has some damaging compromising information on your dear friend, real estate tycoon, Robert Sarver, Ben, and they've, but you know, clearly they've had this information on him for a while. And my question is like, you know, they've just decided to release it now. So why Like, why now? Could it be that maybe it's related to a certain player, Ben, who plays the center position for the Phoenix Suns, not getting a rookie contract extension? Could it be related to someone wanting to maybe deflate the value of the organization so he or she can buy the team from Robert? Ooh. Who is trying to take out Robert Sarver? Could it be Chris Paul? Obviously, we know, you know, this is uh, this is now his second rodeo with an owner alleged to have made racist and Mm -hmm. homophobic remarks. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, very curious situation.
1: A lot of uh, palace intrigue. Very, very titillating stuff. Indeed. Yeah. yeah, um, boy, I, it's like it's like a real murder mystery, you know. It's a real whodunit, um, and it's exciting. It's 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 very very fun to follow.
0: <laughs> I mean, like I said, we're going to talk about our favorite stories of the week, the best stories of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about Robert on this podcast before. Your friend, obviously, the pandemic was difficult on everyone, Robert included. The Phoenix Suns uh, and the Phoenix Mercury organizations included. Um, I guess the Arizona Republic reported back during the pandemic. And I don't know if you remember this, that there were 20% pay cuts Mm. within all departments at the Phoenix suns organization. More than 30 employees were furloughed amid, uh, COVID-19, uh, you know, pandemic related difficulties. Um, that was on the heels of the Suns and Robert Sarver unveiling a $45 million practice facility, extending Chris Paul, Doing a $230 million renovation for the arena. But again, everyone had to take 20% pay cuts Mm. uh, because of, uh, you know, difficulties in the workplace, Ben. So
1: yeah, times are tough.
0: um, Expanding on the story just a bit, Jordan did go on Sports Talk Radio in Arizona. He went on uh, Mm. 98.7, one of the best stations. A great,
1: a great number. Yeah
0: to To on his tweet a bit, saying, um, "quote This report is a monster, uh, as <laughs> as bad as you think as bad as you think it might be for us having to have this conversation. It's worse. Uh, what I what I was told by some of the th- uh, what I was told is that some of the things that are going to surface in this report, including sexual harassment, uh, it's jaw dr- it's jaw dropping." There's just no way that with all these people on record, men and women, that he's going to be able to survive this in my eyes. Schultz says both former head coach and GM, Earl Watson and Ryan McDonough, are both on record in the story. Apparently, there are 50 people who've been interviewed in the past year. So, Ben, we're going
1: to be keeping an eye on this one. So... uh... Wait, clarify. This is is this Jordan's story or is he just reporting yeah. on it be, it being a story? So do we know where Jordan's, the story is coming from? Is this an ESPN story? It's an ESPN it story is.
0: and making matters more interesting and Yeah, just interesting. Jordan does not uh, work at ESPN. No, of he course. once wor- he he once worked at ESPN. He does not work at ESPN. Hmm. So Jordan has gotten word wow maybe from a friend uh, uh you know an old colleague someone on the inside is at espn yeah that there is a bombshell coming there's a leak and when that when that bombshell drops we will feel the reverberations robert uh will feel the reverberations and uh we will be watching Whew.
1: so that sort of damocles is just hanging over all of us right yes. now um, yes I yes mean, yeah wow well, All right. Moving on, uh, we will. Uh, I, I think we should uh, stay tuned, and we'll see. Yes. You... See what happens.
0: Moving from the southwest, Ben, mm-hmm. from the from the desert. Uh, the desert division. In Phoenix. We're gonna move up to one of your favorite cities, Ben. If not your most favorite city, mm-hmm. that's the be- the Bean Town. Ah, ben. yes. This week, uh, Boston Celtics big man Inez Cantor. Ratcheted up his critique of labor practices in China, Ben, Mm. specifically the forced labor camps in Uyghur, uh, where some 80,000 people have been transferred and assigned to factories in a range of supply chains, from electronics to textiles to automotives. Cantor is taking aim at one of the biggest corporate partners of the NBA, Ben. One of the best brands. One of the, one of the one of the brands we talk about. We love. Uh, it's Nike. Ben Cantor is calling out Nike's silence on China um, and their alleged workforce labor camps in Uyghur. Uh, he's he's been wearing these custom made shoes with the words "modern day slavery" graffitied on his feet. I'll start by this, Ben. Um, did you? know much about this situation with Uyghur and nike heading into the you know last week or so when Cantor uh raised you know all this attention
1: um i mean i've known that nike is a yeah. deeply evil exploitative um you know sweatshop company um yeah. for a very long time um right. i don't understand how anyone could not be aware of that at this point if you have any you know, at all, uh, engagement with, uh, the world. And, and, um,
0: and by the way, we'll just say that, um, you know, he's taking issue with this one, uh, brand that's there, but there are, uh, I think there's a list of like 28 or like 50 American brands that are doing all this, you know, f- from, I mean, you can imagine. It's Samsung and Google and and Apple. It's like all... all, Yeah, of course.
1: Everything that we use in modern life. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because it reminded me... Do you remember that story? Uh, I believe it was in early 2020, Chris. Um, Or maybe it was... No, it was just prior to the 2021 season. Um when Daryl Morey tweeted something about um the uh the historic protests happening in uh, in in Hong Kong. Um mm. and it know. was like um caused a bit of a stir, uh, I guess you could say. Um and I think
0: like I remember some podcast talking about this. I feel like maybe in the intro even to one of these podcasts mm. that I listened to there was maybe like a
1: quote. Yeah, well, a lot of players were sort of forced to go on the, the record players. about how yeah. they felt about China. Um, That's right. And, um, and those, m- James, the, the vast majority James of Martin, them right? came out um, strongly defending uh, that nation um, yeah. and its practices, uh, including LeBron James, James Harden, James um, uh, yeah, I, I, feel like a lot of, you know, the more outspoken, you know, people like Steve Kerr said that they had to do a little bit more research, uh, on the topic before, uh, you know, coming down on one side or the other, uh, yeah. which is understandable. We research. all, we, obviously we all need to do more research about so many things, uh, these days. Um,
0: research is a real loaded word. Research is nowadays. key
1: though. You gotta, you gotta, you know, uh, we don't want to be throwing out, you know, half-baked, um, you know, takes here. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I was not aware that Ennis Cantor was um, still in the NBA, uh, f- frankly, um, until, yep. um, uh, was it you or Ryan that emailed us uh, this initially? Yeah, it was you. Um and um yeah, I'll I'll like not do a bit here and just say that um Ennis Cantor is awesome and a badass and if you actually look at the pictures of these sneakers that he wore fucking awesome that he wore in an official NBA games. These were not like things that he like brought out as like a publicity stunt like on like a show or something. Like he just wore these playing in, in in a game um they are splattered with like blood uh basically and they say things like hypocrite Nike slave labor uh, modern day slavery um and um yeah uh, good good for him i mean yeah, obviously I... he's taken a lot of you know very um impassioned and, and and like intense stances over the years politically um and he's also been a an nba punchline a, 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 an absolute like kind of you know, clown character for his, like, sort of, at times, corny antics. Um, And so, I feel like it's been... I think he's, like, suffered a little bit uh, in in the sort of, like, mainstream discourse because he's often dismissed. I mean, sort of, I'm not drawing a parallel here, but in sort of a a similar way to, like, how Kyrie would be... Like, anytime Kyrie said anything with, like, a grain of sugar, people would be like, oh, but it's Kyrie, it's the Flat Earth guy, whatever. Um, yep. and they would just dismiss it out of hand. So I feel like Cantor is, is one of these guys that's like often sort of like hand waved away and, and like, oh, well, he's just like a rabble rouser. And he's like, it's because to actually engage with what he's saying, um, like in a, yeah. you know, um, good faith way and, and to try to like, um, you know, sort of, uh, understand his, his arguments and, and like what he's trying to do, um. Is really uncomfortable and difficult. Um, if you're anyone who like consumes products <laughs> in America, um, all of them, yeah. All of so them. if you're like a person who wears clothes, yeah. Uh, like if if you buy
0: clothes from like any brand that you know people in this country wear, like, yeah, yeah, it's it's not good.
1: Yeah. If you have so electronic
0: product that you own, it's pr- probably has a microchip that like you
1: know. Yeah. 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 It's it's, it's really depressing to even like go into that end of the pool so a lot of us don't really want to um, because then it's like well what am I fucking supposed to do just be like be a hypocrite be miserable be like a depressed fuck all the time and just like constantly point out how people are doing things wrong and are evil Cause you could do that easily. <laughs> um, but then you'd kind of be like paralyzed and not be able to just go about your normal day. Um, but I want to applaud Ennis for doing something at least, uh, who knows yeah, if it's going to actually like change anything, but fuck it. I at, least, say, at least he's like, you know, doing something. Trying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And obviously I'm kind of with you, you know, obviously like I've known a bit about China's reprehensible track record on labor and human rights. And I do my best to read, stay abreast, about, you know, whatever's happening in the world, especially as it relates to, like, social unrest, labor, whatever, government abuses. But I really had no idea about this situation in Uyghur. Um, And it shows, like, kind of the power of celebrity, right? Like, athletes, entertainers, people with platforms actually have the ability to influence narratives and, like, shine a light on social injustice and issues. And, I mean, good for Ennis Cantor. I really encourage everyone to find this video that he posted on his twitter page where he calls out lebron and phil knight and says like hey look why don't we all fly to china together and like let's review the factories like let's like let's review these workplace facilities together
1: yeah um Uh, i wonder if lebron will uh will do it yeah yeah um that 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 uh, was a joke
0: Yeah, Cantor also makes this interesting point, I think, though, about Nike, and it's not just simply like, hey, shut down your slave labor factories, you know, the messaging. It's like he makes a more critical point, which is basically that like, you know, here in the United States, where it's profitable, Nike is very happy to like champion causes like of the LGBTQ community and Black Lives Matter and stop Asian hate. Like, because those things are, you know, politically advantageous and it literally like you know it literally uses nike literally uses those socio-political causes for monetary gain selling (laughs) t-shirts that say black lives matter or whatever you know stop asian hate but in reality it does not you know as, as a company philosophically nike does not actually believe or practice any of those values of equity or fairness when it applies it to its own business and labor force so um, good for an Ennis Cantor. We'll leave it there. Go find his, um, Twitter page and, uh, give him a follow, give him a like, watch the, watch the video that he posted and check out those sneakers that he's wearing. Cause they look pretty badass. Yeah,
1: definitely. Also a, uh, quick update to our previous story. <laughs> uh, Chris, um, I just wanted to point out, I just, uh, a, uh, an article just came across my desk here. Um, Mitt Romney says a billionaire tax will push the rich to buy paintings or ranches instead of stocks. We can't have that folks. We cannot have that. that. It will destroy the economy. If billionaires are buying dang ranches for their dang horses instead of stocks, (laughs) Um, the whole system would come crashing down if that were to happen. Imagine
0: that Ben, imagine, imagine if there was a tax and then you, you renounced all your OTL stock and then you just bought a fucking painting and a ranch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is from uh, from marketwatch.com. Um, Fantastic.
0: One of my favorite websites.
1: Quote, I have a t-shirt. I think I have a Market Watch t-shirt, actually, um, that I somehow <laughs> received at work, like, many years ago. Um, they want to, they quote, this is Romney, quote, they want to get something done for the president because he's kind of circling the drain with the electorate in the country. well yeah. Might not be uh, so so uh, inaccurate there, admit. And as a result, they are, they're willing to do almost anything, Romney said, before arguing that a spending plan in the trillions of dollars is, quote, not popular with the American people, though polling has consistently indicated otherwise. I hope you understand how much a trillion is, he told the Fox audience. A trillion seconds ago, Neanderthals walked the earth. So a trillion is an enormous amount of money. And the Democrats, I think, are adding fuel to a fire, creating more inflation, and it's hurting the American people. So, yeah, yeah. think about those Neanderthals next time you want to tax the rich. We don't want to go Absolutely. back to those days, do we, folks?
0: Thank you, Ben, and thank you to Mitt yeah. for that wonderful, uh, thoughtful comment. Yeah. Um, ben, the latest on Ben Simmons. Oh, boy. Uh, the, the latest on Ben Simmons is that he is not playing. These stories They'll just help keep help getting you better and sixers. better. I love it. Yeah. The standoff continues, Ben. mm both it's like the old sides. West. You know this, Ben. It's like the old West. Both sides are dug in. Mm. There's little progress that's been made. Daryl Morey went on the radio the other day and he said, quote, we are treating it day to day. He's part of this team and we are hoping to reintegrate him. Obviously, that doesn't look optimistic right now. I'm not here to spin it. Simmons, uh, of course, was suspended for refusing to take part in a defensive drill at practice. Then Shams from The Athletic reported that Ben Simmons isn't mentally ready to play for his team, for this team. Uh, You know, his actions and his words suggest that he has no intention of ever stepping on the floor for the Sixers, even though the front office and, you know, the team, his teammates desperately uh, want and need him out there. Um, uh, uh, Daryl Moore was on the radio, and he said, quote, you're gonna think I am kidding, but I'm not. This could be four years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boy, yo, yoing. Did I? <laughs> did my eyes light up when I yeah. heard that. Um, he please. said uh, the
0: conditions that I'm pointing out to you don't unless uh, the conditions that I'm pointing out uh, the, the conditions that I'm pointing out to you don't change unless Ben Simmons is traded for a difference maker. We're in the prime of Joel's career. We have to get back either Ben Simmons playing well for us who helps us win the championship or we have to get back a difference maker for Ben Simmons where this could be four years from now and we're still like hey we took the best shot at it we could end quote
1: hmm. I mean this is a, this is a gift it's just a gift that, that keeps on giving uh, I mean who would want this story to end it's why we tune in folks it's why we we click on those links it's why we yeah. uh we we podcast you know like mm-hmm. what 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 else would we have to talk about um so this is great I love it and um yeah I, I, um you know the only thing better than four more years of this would be eight more years of this um so wow. here's here's uh, so you're here's proposing
0: hoping. an extension you want you want to extend I think that this. they should
1: <laughs> extend him to a a career I know that this is maybe going to be tricky with the current yeah. salary cap rules um that are in place in the league. But I would love it if they could somehow extend Ben to like a lifetime contract um, with the Philadelphia 76ers organization. Um, I mean, they're a match made in heaven. Obviously, they love each other. And I just want them to be together forever.
0: Love it. All right. We're we're going to move on Ben there's a lot to cover here uh, so many great so many great stories so we're going to going to move on to the next one Uh the Brooklyn Nets have told Kyrie Irving yes! that they are still not interested <laughs> in him being a part-time player <laughs> Uh he Ooh, either I ben wasn't sure what the next get, one was
1: going to be but
0: he either needs to get vaccinated and join the team or he can stay unvaccinated and stay at home without the team yeah. There will be no Kyrie Irving playing on road trips for the Nets of course New York's COVID-19 vaccination guidelines dictate that athletes uh, can only participate in games if they've been inoculated. Uh, ben, all this led to Sunday's Nets home opener at the Barclays Center. Mm-hmm. About 100 anti-vaxxers protested outside the Nets home arena Was it only 100? Because,
1: on boy, it looked like a, a, a bigger like crowd a, than that. a lot more. I yeah. think there
0: was another event on Monday, um, sort of inspired by the Kyrie event. Was that the, uh,
1: the bridge walk? Across the across the Brooklyn yeah. bridge yeah i mean it's yeah. fucking selma alabama eat your, eat your heart out this is the new <laughs> this is the new bridge walk uh here folks yeah all right forget about those <laughs> oh, other God. bridge walks this is the only one that matters <laughs> oh, um Jesus, nypd and other municipal workers just blocked traffic on the brooklyn bridge not to protest murders but to protest <laughs> vaccine mandates um yeah tweet yeah. from uh from uh was that monday the the 25th yeah I think so, yeah.
0: Well, anyways, many of these protesters on Sunday were holding up signs that uh, said, stand with Kyrie and chanting things like, let Kyrie play. There were chants about Nazi passports and other signs sure. reading, uh, we will not comply. Yep, yep. So, so some protesters, Ben, even compared Kyrie's decision to remain unvaccinated to Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. taking a knee and protesting police brutality against black and brown people. Yeah. I mean, what do we make of all this, Ben? Um just just really 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 uh getting heated down there at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah. Has has Joe Tsai weighed in publicly on any of this at all? Has he made any any comments on the record or no? Um I well, you know he Cuz I feel like if there's tr- one guy that could help us get out of these woods, it's it's, it's, Joey. it's Joey. It's Mr. Psy. Um, you know, he well, helped you know, us, he helped us understand he, the, the China Hong Kong situation as we all remember, um, yeah, put with that, thing with to that impassioned uh, Facebook post. So I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't, <laughs> you know, you know, r- rang he's, that rang the, uh, the bell for, for school, for, for class again to, uh, to educate yeah. us a little bit about this whole, uh,
0: he's at, ad- he, I mean, he's adamantly pro vax and hmm, he and Sean Marks, Basically, put the kibosh on the idea that Kyrie could be a part time player. Mm. The I kibosh on Kyrie.
1: That,
0: yeah. Yeah. So that was Joe, who sits, uh, by the way, courtside. I know I watched the Brooklyn Nets last night play. Uh, who were they playing last night? Um, was it the Hawks? No, the Heat, the Miami Heat. Mm. The the Nets and the Heat. It was a really fun game. Um, Joe Sy, they're sitting courtside next to who? uh kevin durant's mother wanda hmm. wanda durant nice very nice to see joe and wanda taking in the game together that's fun um yeah i i don't know man this is all pretty fucking depressing if you <laughs> ask me i mean from a purely <laughs> selfish standpoint uh even as a knicks fan i love watching kyrie irving play basketball as you've said before he's like a brilliant player he is truly like a mind-bending player he's like yeah you know, absolute wizard with the basketball and this is sad as hell whether he intended it or not he's quickly become the poster child here for harmful unintelligent anti-logic anti-vax rhetoric
1: yeah yeah as Um, we've mentioned i guess we weren't on this podcast but on our uh friends the pick and roll uk podcast but it makes it um difficult because i think you know over the years chris you and i have have sort of taken uh a pretty, like, firm stance against the all the kind of, like, bullshit uh, talk, you know, sports radio takes, you know, calling Kyrie, uh, you know, whatever um, negative name you can think of. Just, you know, like, there's just so much ridiculous hate against the guy um, uh, over the years just because he's, like, eccentric and weird. And, um, yeah. and now it's just, like, harder to... Take that stance defending him it's just like now i'm just like you know what yeah. maybe everyone was right like just i don't know like i don't no, i don't want I, I don't mean, want but... the guy like silenced obviously i don't want the like anyone i'm not like reveling in like ah, i totally like i knew that Kyrie wasn't like a fucking moron all along like it's just it is just kind of depressing i do wish he was better at least at it- at communicating what he's trying to do because I feel like his biggest problem is just that it's, he's just not a really good communicator. So everything is always misinterpreted and twisted and fucked up. And I guess a lot of that is his fault. Um, I think it's also the media's fault because they want to just absolutely jump on and, you know, go crazy dancing in the streets over every little like, you know, thing that, that sort of like misstep that he, that he makes um but yeah this is this is exhausting and so unnecessary and
0: yeah it sucks (sighs) I mean these protesters were down at Barclays overturning police barricades and like you just hope that he's seeing this I mean that part is cool
1: at least but (laughs) sure yeah
0: I just uh, yeah it's very sad but like the tragedy to me of this is that you know you're talking about Cantor before and you're like you know no let's be real, like, everyone thinks that Ennis Kanter is a clown, that he's a joke, that he's sort of, like, this laughable NBA player. So he's trying to do this, like, good, righteous thing by, like, taking this political position and standing up and st- for the right thing and saying the right thing and, like, trying to, like, you know, say fuck you to the man and try to, like, hold Nike accountable and hold LeBron accountable. And just, like, he's trying to do the right thing with, like, a, a platform that he has. yeah but ultimately it's ennis Cantor, so no one's going to take him that seriously but the difference is like with kyrie irving he actually holds enormous weight and gravity
1: yeah. in the league. like he is he's a massive HNP. star <laughs> hugely yeah, popular
0: one of the 10 20 best players in the league he's gonna go he's gonna be in the hall of fame one day like this is someone that could actually move the needle and uh It's very sad because, uh, I do feel like on this issue, he's just on the wrong side of it and, uh, is sort of kind of ignorant to what's happening, um, outside of himself that like, you know, this is like bigger than just him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It sucks that it feels like it it invalidates so much of the really good stuff. Good and, 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 um, and, and courageous stuff that he's done over the year, you know, speaking out against returning to the bubble, um, obviously, yep. like the stuff that he did kind of be- more behind the scenes, like um, helping out George Lo- Floyd's family. And, and you know, you can tell that he's really passionate and he does really care about very good and, you know, positive uh, values. Um but then there's other stuff that just kind of, like, gets in the way and, and you know, mixes and, and just kind of, like, muddles all that, and it sucks. And it reminds me a little bit of, like, when LeBron came out, um, you know, defending China and, and criticizing Daryl Morey for, like, fucking with his money. Um, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, see, like, LeBron sucks. Like, everything he's ever done is bullshit. And it's like, well, no, he did still open that school in Ohio. Like, that was cool like you can't we're like saying something really like wrong at least in my opinion it does not mean that like every other thing that someone has done is then also wrong and i hate when i don't know i just want the world to be black and white good and bad and i don't like it (laughs) when it isn't like that chris
0: i'm sorry ben i'm sorry um well we won't get into your stock options uh we will uh we'll continue here uh moving along ben i want to lighten things up
1: a little bit Ah, yeah here we go can tell that you're feeling a little bit down yeah yeah the the weight of the world is is weighing on me a little bit these days chris and i understand
0: yeah um let's talk about uh week one observations Ben. Mm. give me your favorite some of your favorite things of the week ben this can be absolutely anything uh a stat, a favorite game that you watched, a favorite headline that you saw, a favorite talking thing, a talking head thing that you saw on Twitter, favorite ad read uh, that you heard from Brian Windhorst, a favorite tweet. As long as it comes from the NBA universe, Ben, it's fair game. Uh, kick us off. Anything that you saw this week that you know put a little smile on your face.
1: Um, yeah, I'll lead off here, Chris, with, uh, my number one favorite thing, um, of the early, uh, NBA season was, um, Stephen A. Smith, um, Ooh. tweeting on, uh, October 20th at 3.59 p.m., it's time for NBA clunt dune. A new era begins now on ESPN. Oh. Um, yeah, NBA, uh... C l u n t, d i w n. Yeah, that's uh, really all I could uh, all I could focus on for, for most of the first uh, week and a half here. Um, but I'm uh, um, yeah I'm I'm thankful for for uh, for Stephen in um, that tweet bringing a, a smile to my face in these uh, challenging times.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna text you a, a link that I want you to watch uh, real quick as as I introduce one of my favorite things from the past week, and it's um, it's Amon Schumpert who um, I don't know if you know this Ben is like a breakout star on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I did not realize and, that. Yeah, and um, first of all, he's an incredible dancer. Like he
1: doesn't just, surprise me. That guy always had just excessive swag and swag style. Just
0: like a truly like fluid human being. Mm. Um, but he just looks so damn happy. And I have to say, I'm very happy for Iman. Like, that's great. Yeah. Like he seems like, um, like his destiny was always to be dancing on TV and like, and, and playing in the NBA was just like the springboard to getting to the dancing. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm just happy for the guy. Uh, he looks genuinely like psyched uh, to be at this moment in his life. So oh, that's um, fantastic. Kudos to you, Amon. Keep up the dancing. We will be watching.
1: I'm at- gonna watch this right now. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's please two do minutes, Wow. I don't know. should I watch the whole thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you you don't have to watch the whole thing, but you can you can just hit it, hit play, and uh, have it on in the background if you want. But look look at the smile on your face, Ben. Like it it, it's bringing you joy. Oh wow! You know you've had a difficult week. You've had to think about you know losing your your stock options here. Um, There's just a lot going on in the world, Um, and just seeing iman Shumper dance like that doesn't that doesn't that make you feel nice what
1: is this i mean this is amazing already like this yes. this is like the, the i got five on it beat and then there's just like a background with like are those rabbits in cages
0: i don't know ben it's fucking it's it's like very
1: reality contest shows yeah
0: yeah wow but, this is um,
1: very utre i like i like this a lot the, the lighting yeah. and everything is very cool it looks fair i mean i'm surprised this is abc here whoa i know
0: And also, like, his hair. Like, his hair yeah, is just he exceptional.
1: Looks very badass and cool. I love these like, red I, I, jumpsuits. Yeah, I, I think they're like I'm, breaking I'm, out of I'm, a prison.
0: Like, are those, yeah, are those rabbits in cages? They mine? look
1: like white rabbits in cages. I don't know what exactly that symbolizes, but.
0: Yeah, so this just made me think, like, what else is there for Amon Schumper? Like,
1: yeah, well, he obviously had a uh, a, a sort of well regarded uh like rap career um kind of right. kind of side project going when he was uh in new york he was always one of those guys it seemed like he could have broken out as like a major like new york icon because he was yeah um, and, like he
0: started like nix basically like that hashtag and like he you know during his rookie year like he like
1: coined that yeah.
0: phrase that became like this like social media thing like mixtape, yeah. tape but um, yeah, he was awesome you know, and I, he
1: like could have like he had the the physical tools to be like a really, really good NBA player. And obviously he had a, you know, a pretty decent career. I, I guess some of it was derailed by injuries and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, that's great to see that. That makes me very you know, happy. He's
0: also one of these guys that is always, his name is always popping up for like, uh, would he want to like chase a ring with LeBron? Like, you know, he's like buddy, buddy with LeBron or KD. Like, will he join the Nets? And Every, you know, every spring his name comes up as like maybe we can get Amon Schumper to sign like a, a vet minimum deal to be, you know, our defensive stopper off the bench or something. Mm. And you see this video and you're like, Yeah, no fucking chance. No. Like this guy's happy.
1: Yeah, he's doing what and he's I'm meant ha- to be doing.
0: I'm happy for him. Um, so yeah, that that's one of my favorite things of the week. Anything else that caught your eye, Ben, uh, from the last week or so? Again, a tweet. Uh talking head thing, a headline, a game that you caught, a stat you, you saw.
1: Um, can't say I caught any games, Chris, but um,
0: <laughs> I uh, hmm, oh, I I can give you one. Okay, if, sure, if, I'll uh, let you go. Yeah, um, you know, it, uh, the Knicks, the Knicks. <laughs> oh, looked, looked really good. Yeah, they I had did this catch
1: dramatic. I did catch the final, th- maybe two minutes, a minute and yeah. thirty. Of of the Knicks' uh, opening game, the double OT win. um, They had
0: this dramatic opening night, double overtime win against the Celtics at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Mitchell Robinson has been great. He's controlling the paint. Mm -hmm. He shut down Joel Joel Embiid the other night. Kemba finally
1: came out with a a, a little gem. He's been kind of taking it slow early on, but looks like he's getting his feet under him.
0: Yeah, he's only playing 20, 25 minutes a night, but he looked great. Um, I think he had, what, like 18 or 19 points and five or six assists the other night in like 25 minutes. Kemba, um, yeah, so he's finding his way, but Mitch has been great. He really shut down Embiid. Embiid looked demoralized the other night, Mm. completely out of sync, and if you watch the game, that was all Mitch. He was all over him, played him really physically, Um, and uh, Obi Toppin is getting his name chanted by the Garden Faithful. It's a... Very exciting time to be a Nick fan, and uh, yeah, that's it. Other than that, you know, some red flags for the Lakers. Um, we're we're keeping an eye on that. There's maybe trouble in LA. Russell Westbrook hasn't looked quite up to snuff, Ben.
1: I don't know. Uh, I see these stat lines, triple doubles galore. Looking pretty good to me. I think it's all, uh, all I know
0: is Ben. They they think blew, it could be mvp the the Lakers blew a 26-point lead last night to your Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm.
1: Well, they're um, a good team, the Thunder. They're they're gunning for a for a ring this year, if I'm not that's right. mistaken. That's right. So we'll keep an eye
0: on that. Um, and then lastly, Ben, we will wrap up. I know you are still playing fantasy basketball. I am. Uh, you have one league that you're still in. I am completely unplugged yeah. from fantasy. Yeah. As our audience knows, I have no idea who's the hot ad on the waiver wire, who's off to a hot start. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, Ben, uh, any of your early fantasy the- uh, fantasy season thoughts, observations? Is there a guy I should know about who's off to a great start?
1: Yeah, a couple guys. Um, so I don't know if uh, our listeners remember, Chris, We uh, on a uh, previous episode discussing uh, the end of our One Fantasy League Um, and, uh, so I'm still in this one other league, but I am firmly committed to, um, making it my, my final, my, my, uh, my final season here. And as an exit strategy, I, I feel like the only, the sort of the, the best way to ensure that I will follow through on my desire to quit this league is to go out on top, um, to win the championship. Um, and, um... So I am um, trying very very hard to do that this year. Um, And now this is kind of an unconventional league. There's keep. There's like five keepers. um, There's draft pick trading. There's. Is it a pretty standard like
0: scoring format? It's a standard
1: nine cat head to head. So that part's totally normal. Um, But you can points rebounds. It's almost like a quasi like dynasty. uh, league because if you have a keeper who's like uh, drafted taken in a very very late round he only moves up one round um, each season uh, and you can keep them indefinitely and then they you know they retain the keeper sort of number round that they're in if they're traded um, so you can you know find these guys like for example I drafted Joel Embiid this year as a keeper mm. in like round thirteen or something like that <laughs> um, which is ridiculous. Um, and also in this league, if you uh, intentionally lose, which you can do, you know, depending on how you set your starting lineup, um, as long as you don't start injured players, that's like against the rules. But you know, you can um, intentionally like put take, you know, grab guys off the waiver wire who will like tank your field goal and free throw percentages and um, offer no other stats. Um, so if you um, have the worst record, uh, you get the first pick. So it's not a random uh, draft order each season. It's based on the previous season's, uh, you know end of the year record um so tanking is a thing um and so i started i entered this league two or three seasons ago i guess um -hmm. and i spent my first two seasons in the league like aggressively tanking and trading all my good players for either uh keepers or draft picks um and i was uh obsessed and maniacal enough about this um that i was able to draft a team uh, this year and then i also just traded i just made a a, a pretty big trade with um fellow swish Fmer whammy who's uh, in this league with me um whammy. he and i just executed a a pretty big trade um where i sold uh, my first round draft pick for next season um in order to acquire a good player so basically with all that um build up uh out of the way let me read you the uh the players on my roster now this is also a uh uh, like an 18 like uh, uh, player team uh, we had 18 rounds of, dra- of a draft it's ridiculous um, I won't read you every single name but um, but let me read you some of the names on my team this year okay. um, to, to sh- sort of um, uh, uh, what's the word um, kind of I don't know just uh, uh, make it clear just how committed i am to winning and then leaving um so at point guard uh steph curry um shooting guard uh lonzo ball uh third guard is damian lillard um wow. small forward paul george um <laughs> other small forward tobias harris um got a few centers here Joel Embiid, um bam out of bio um carl anthony towns uh, yeah. <laughs> um, also have Robert Williams on my team. Um, wow. Oh, I also have Mitch Robinson and wow. Drew Holiday, uh, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, Miyaka um, Pirtle, who's not a f- sexy name, but actually uh, extremely good in uh, fantasy basketball and real life. You, um, also you Cade, must have... Cade Cunningham. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, have him on my team uh Kemba Walker is like a you know just a backup uh-huh. point guard yeah, sure, sure, sure. um and <laughs> let's see did I miss anyone I don't think so um so I'm feeling pretty good uh pretty good obviously four or five all
0: NBA players on your team
1: yeah I think I have six uh of like the top 12 play- like kind of projected players uh in the Great. league um so that's good um yeah so it should be you know um i'm hoping that that this is my year who's the guy that
0: i wouldn't know was the player that every fantasy gm the past week was rushing to the waiver wire to try to add um well, based on his mm, hot start
1: it's hard to say because the waiver wire in our league since they're so yeah. the teams are it's, so massive um yeah. i mean i recently added like nasir little um who's wow. on the blazers like yeah, you know whatever probably nothing okay I'm just gonna sit on my bench um but if you'd like to know uh for example like who's the number the standard- one player that you might not expect um yeah let me see if he's still uh let's see so by if i set this to yeah this is this is gonna be a shocker to you let me see if you can guess Go ahead and read yeah why don't you read like the top so this well, is a, I'll guess. A, I'll guess who's number one
0: is and then, like, read me the fi- top, like, five or ten. I'm, I'm sure there. <laughs> yeah,
1: so like this is according thing. to Basketball Monster. the the, the Not the projections, mm-hmm. but the current season player rankings, nine-cat standard uh, league, um, total value, not per game, but total value. So some players have played five games, some played at four, you know, yada, yada. Um, but if you set it to total value, um, I'd like to see if you can guess who the current number one player in all of fantasy basketball is.
0: I mean, this will put things in such perspective. I just, I don't look at stats anymore, so I, I genuinely just care, like, who won the game, like, which sure, teams of are playing course, well. you're above all so, that like,
1: disgusting, statistical, imme- <laughs> yeah, garbage shit.
0: Immediately, I just think, like, uh, I don't know, like, who's playing well, like, who's off to a hot start, and maybe their team is playing well. Like, I would guess, I don't know, is has Bradley Beal scored a bunch of points is he the number 1 player
1: um Bradley Beal has scored some points but he also missed a game in there so that doesn't really okay. um he's not he's I not know, up there in like, total value
0: yeah like i'm sure lebron's taking time off so he's probably not you know in the top like couple spots don't think it's anthony davis um what about someone is it uh what about kevin durant
1: Kevin Durant is number two, Chris. It's a very good guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, number two currently, uh, by okay. total value.
0: All right, so it's not Kevin Durant.
1: Uh I give up. Who is it? Miles Bridges. <laughs> number one. Miles Bridges. I know on the Charlotte He had,
0: he had an incredible game the other night, right?
1: <laughs> um, like every one of his games every, has yeah, every, been incredible every game. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, he's um. Let me read you his current averages here real quick. This is uh Very, very fascinating content um, for our listeners here. Um, Let's see, the 2021-22 season, um, currently averaging uh, 26.2 points per game, uh, three threes made per game, eight rebounds, uh, Mm. 1.8 assists per game, 1.8 steals uh, 0. 0.6 blocks shooting 52.7% from the field and 90.9% from the line. Um, wow. uh, about that's four, gonna... four and a half attempts a game. So he's got to
0: keep that up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, yeah, only 1.8 turnovers per game. So he's, uh, yeah, he's doing it all right now. Um, my God, yeah. get
0: that man to sign an extension. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So miles bridges. Yeah. The rest are pretty, uh, standard actually, uh, you know Durant, Giannis, Cat. Um, number five uh, currently is Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, might not wow. expect that. Wow. Um, yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, that fantasy uh, basketball. It's, uh, it's it's really something. Something else. Yep. I it's can't really wait something. to never have to do it ever again.
0: Um, quickly, Ben. Do you have anything for Parent Corner, or do you want to roll that into next week? If you don't have anything. This week, you, you can just, uh, yeah.
1: This is a new, this is a new, uh, feature that we're debuting on the pod, uh, um, segment parent Corny, Yeah, new, new segment. Um, I'm not entirely clear, uh, what we're doing with this, Chris. Do you want to try to help? Yeah,
0: so it's, uh, this is, uh, where y- uh, you tell us, um, about what it's like being a parent, mm. you give us some sort of crazy story that how your kids like. Really fucking nuts, and uh, everyone in the audience. We just have a good chuckle with it. Cool, cool. And um, yeah, so that's that's the basic gist. Uh, that's Parent Corner. Awesome. Um, well, this sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. You think on it this week? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you and, can tell.
1: I'm. I have a, a slight cold. Um, I don't know mm. if if that's apparent in my voice. Um, but that's because my son got sick. Um, didn't didn't oh, that's get hilarious. didn't get COVID. Uh, we had him tested because. Um, The fun thing about being a parent now is that if your kid um, ever has a fever or a runny nose um, or coughs in the middle of the night, um, which they do, you know, usually about once a week, you need to get them tested for COVID-19. Yeah. Because they can't go to school unless they uh, have a negative test uh, in the past 24 hours. So um yeah we've been doing that um a lot uh Amazing. so no covid but uh but he did successfully pass the cold on to me and my wife um all right and that's parent corner well that's parent yeah corner. What? isn't that great wow. that's, i think that was a re- that's all really good that was a really that's I fun, that was one, that's, that's i think that segments the keeper
0: being a parent's
1: fucking wild. yeah 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 i think um, we should definitely do that every week
0: Ben, real quick, tonight, the Knicks and the Bulls uh, square off at the United Center. Of course, Nixon we Bulls. are, we are rapidly, this, rapidly approaching the summer of Zach Levine. We've oh. talked about this all summer. Mm, salivating. um salivating. And, uh, you know, Zach Levine will be a free agent this summer. A lot of speculation about whether he would or would not sign a contract extension with the Bulls. Uh, The Bulls, as Brian Windhorst, had to really get their affairs in order uh, to show Zach that they were serious Mm -hmm. about winning.
1: They need high quality. They need to surround him
0: with high quality people. Well, they're off to a fantastic start here. And uh, they're going to be locking horns with the Knicks. It's going to be very exciting. Of course, Zach, Ben, uh, is on his first four-game winning streak. Hmm. Since he was a UCLA Bruin, mm-hmm.
1: and not counting I Team would... USA, that is
0: not counting Team USA, which
1: Brian Windhorst witnessed in person.
0: And I would say Chicago is really uh, asserting themselves here. They are. They are. They are getting ready. They are preparing themselves for the summer of Zach Levine. But yeah, Zach is looking for an elevated experience, uh, Ben. The elevated secret experience. About... That's right. <laughs> really any secret
1: about that one player i did add um I, I rushed to the waiver wire to add recently on my fantasy team was uh chicago bulls backup alex caruso um oh. and i'll tell you why chris let me read you these stat lines Ball. um jesus the yep. uh, first game he played 27 minutes four steals Oof. um second game zero steals third game five steals fourth game four steals um so yeah this guy
0: for those steals oh boy
1: i mean if you're getting above two steals you're uh you're lighting my fire um yeah you have to be rostered at that yeah so alex i need those steals he's he's currently in my active lineup um so uh yeah looking for some uh some big defensive stats from him tonight against our knicks um I am also, yeah, I also have Kemba Walker in my active lineup. So I want them to have a, uh, a duel, uh, in triple overtime.
0: All right, Ben, Till next time, thank you to everyone for listening to Swish FM. Enjoy the hoops and Ben, we'll see you on the other side. Take care. It's always fun.
1: It's always fun to do the pod. You can listen to Swish FM. Swish, Swish FM. Woo!